Blog Talk Radio. everyone. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is the TS Radio Network. And as you can tell, I have a terrible cold. I apologize for that. So John's going to be taking care of the whole show tonight, so you don't have to listen to this, and I don't have to strain myself doing it. But he's going to be talking about the New World Order and this global agenda and what it's going to do to us, how we can protect ourselves. So with that, John... It's over to you. Good evening, Lottie. We do all hope and want the very best for your quick recovery. I know it gets difficult sometimes. You know, folks, if you've got any uh, thoughts at all, I'd ask that you send some positive vibrations over there to Marty. We oftentimes forget how important this thing called health and life is. And trust me when I say this, this is what the syndicate wants. This is what they've targeted. They targeted a life force. They use it as a tool with their fiat currencies and all the other garbage that they're doing to control a life force and to control the direction of how we act and interact with them and the world that we're living in. This is your society, folks. This is the beast that has been built. And unfortunately, and there's no other way to put it, we're the ones that actually built it for them. They just gave us the offer, and they said, here, this is our opportunity to show you what you can do. Why don't you participate in what we've got planned? And when we went along with their agenda, criminal as it was, they got the, what they were trying to build. Well, folks, in order to stop what we've been building all this time, we've got to stop digging ourselves into a hole. We have to stop, take appraisal of what we're doing reappraise our position, decide that we're not going to participate in it anymore, and come back and say, now we are going to have to go a different way. And that's actually what most of this show is going to be about. We're going to talk about the New World Order for a few minutes, obviously, but I think a lot of people really do comprehend this nature of the beast by now. I mean, I beat it up quite a bit. Marty's talked about it, and we've covered a lot of different areas that other talk show hosts don't. But truth be told, in the end, what we're going to have to go and look at is, well, once something has been destroyed, which is what they're doing, they're destroying the old so they can bring in their new, uh, we're going to have to make the decision, are we going to follow the path that they have already chosen for us, or are we going to rebuild our own new world? And it's not going to be based on their little contract offer. And, you know, it's like I like to remind everybody, folks. And I want you to think about this. I mean, truly, truly think about this. All the criminals at the Vatican, at the Washington, the district, the criminals in the city of London, all of these people are making you, making a contract offer to you. That contract offer is simply this. Tyranny, slavery, and an early death. 
In a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen, that is their contract offer to you. Now, the problem is we have a lot of people that just don't think critically and they're not taking a step back and asking all the right questions, but instead they're following the propagandized version of events. They're accepting what they're told by their corporate masters. They're doing what they're told without any critical thinking, any soul-searching, any uh, honest-to-goodness research, and they're simply accepting it at face value. And when I sit here and I tell people, question everything and trust no one, there's reason for that. You know, the X-File told you in the 1990s, trust no one. But it also said something else, and that was basically at the beginning of almost every show. The truth is out there. Two choices, ladies and gentlemen. We very much do. We can A, choose the narrative of known liars, criminals, and thieves, and mass murderers. Or we can instead choose a different path. And we're going to cover an awful lot of that tonight because, again, the importance of what's happening right now, we're not going to change what has already happened. We're not going to change what they're trying to accomplish. What we're going to try to do, folks, is try to realize that we don't have to go along with that. And in those efforts, we're going to have to come forward and have something to offer people as well that does not include all those contract offers of slavery, tyranny, and an early death. First of all, a lot of people have been talking about the ships that are offshore, and they've been asking about, well, why are all these shells empty? What is going on that way? Well, I'm going to just throw some rumors out there, and you all can interpret it however you want. Now, folks, you basically know, if you've listened to me and Marty for a while, we're political atheists. We do not participate in the fraud of voting for our corporate masters. But having said all that, we have definitely had an incident where the world is different. And we've had a case where something was very clearly done and the results of the quote-unquote will of the people were not followed. There is more than enough evidence to suggest that the election was stolen. And again, you will not find a fan for Orange Man in either Marty or myself. Yet at the same time, we were not naive in knowing that he clearly won that election. The most popular quote-unquote elected official in the world is not only not popular, he's just outright hated. Let's go Brandon to become the new call sign for people. And they're doing it everywhere. The pushback is real. There seems to be something very strange going on in Washington, D.C. And again, Marty and I kind of touched on this a little bit. But what seems so strange is why is all of this theater around Biden? Why is there all this theater around Harris? Why? You sit there and you realize and you can see it in some of the videos that have been coming out, that they're using green screens and stuff. Okay, I'm sorry, folks, but the only reason to use that kind of stuff is if it's not happening, but they want the perception that it is. You've got a case where um, he's supposedly walking to a helicopter, and all of this drama and helicopter sounds are in the background, and yet the helicopter clearly isn't doing anything. 
Nothing is moving. No rotors are running. You have um, figurines coming in and out of focus. Okay, again, that's not real video. It's something is happening behind the scenes. There seems to be little effort of uh, even hiding the fact that it doesn't appear to be anybody living in the quote-unquote White House. Why is that? What's going on? Why does it look like a movie set rather than the Oval Office? These, ladies and gentlemen, are legitimate questions. And if you ask yourself these questions, okay, well, what might have happened? I'm going to put some of the information out that is being talked about in the quote-unquote alternative media. I cannot prove or disprove these, but it would certainly explain a few things. Now, before Orange Man decided that uh, he was not the quote-unquote president, he did something. He did an executive order. Have said that there was going to be any outside influence into the election, that those would be an instant state of war declared. And when I say state of war, I'm not talking the violent kind. Remember, warfare comes in many, many forms. One of those is economic. And we already know in no uncertain terms that there was a lot of economic warfare that was done while... Donald Trump was president. A lot of it. What happens when they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar? What happens when you have all these people that are all over the country saying, listen, I was physically there. There were no balance. I was physically there. Those machines were tied into the Internet, even though they were not supposed to when there are people that are saying, listen, we were watching the news, and all of a sudden, the numbers change. Why? Because it was such a landslide, even with all of their drama and even all, all of their cheating, they still could not convince the American people that Biden was a better choice. Now, for those of you who remember what I told you before, before the election even happened, before the election even happened, I told you that it was going to be Joe Biden. Not because he was going to get all those votes that he supposedly got. No, ladies and gentlemen, it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the gematria, everything to do with predictive programming. The fact that Obama, a.k.a. Barry Satoro, and Biden at Donald Trump's inauguration at his inauguration, were walking. And Obama looked at Biden and says, this will be you soon, to which Biden replies, yep. It's all predictive programming, folks. It's all predictive programming. But they're changing our society and they're changing the world's economy so if there's a state of war, which is economic, taking place because of manipulations that took place in an election, planned or not planned by the previous occupant, 
does not change the fact that it has very severe results, both on the supply chain here in America and, of course, the supply chain overseas. What does that mean for Americans? It means the shelves are starting to get empty. Have you been paying attention? Have you noticed? I sure have. What does that do for countries that export to us? Well, their exports aren't coming. They're sitting in ships outside our ports. And I won't even use the word our ports because that's not even a correct term. Alex Jones exposed the fact that the Chinese were buying up important American ports. Back in the 1990s, ladies and gentlemen, the 1990s, foreigners have been buying up farmland. Marty and I have talked about this several times on this show in America. While they talk about threatening us with nuclear war, I can assure you that's not the problem. Nobody wants this very precious soil to get blown up and become not inhabitable for the next 1,000, 1,500, 2,500 years, however long it takes. No, because they need the wealth that is here. We Americans have forgotten what war looks like. We have all of this beauty here. Trees, fresh water, rivers, lakes. And yeah, we've got our share of pollution. I'm not denying that. But still, folks, it is so wonderful here. So beautiful. And while they tell us that, oh, we can't even feed all the people in the world, we've got an overpopulation problem. No, we don't have anything resembling an overpopulation problem. We have a control of the world monopoly problem. The truth is, and again, you've heard this from us again and again, the bankers control the world. They control the politicians. They control the businesses. They control the societies. I've gone into great extent explaining to all of you that in 1933, when the criminal banker Franklin Delano Roosevelt took his oath of office and gave his speech, the opening statement he made, today is a day of national consecration. You will not find that anywhere in the printed versions on any of the government websites. And for good reason, because somebody might actually want to figure out, wait a minute, what does that mean? It was actually frustrating for me because I'd had somebody tell me, John, it's there. And I'm looking at all these printed versions on all these government sites, and it's not there. And I knew my source, and I trusted my source. And I said, something is up. Where is this? Finally, finally, finally the breakthrough. I found his actual speech, him giving it live. And the very opening statement, which all you see is a couple dots and the printed version. Today is a day of national consecration. As I've explained, the word nation is not 
America is not the people. It's not the land. It's the corporation. Creation, what does that mean? Again, you've heard it here on this show with Marty and me. That means we're working for the church. And I'm not getting into all that tonight, but it all ties directly into Vatican banking. The end result is every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, all of their property was hypothecated in 1933 by the criminal banker trader Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the criminal Congress consisting of mostly Democrats. And remember, we're equal opportunities here. The Democrats and the Republicans are both evil. And the end result, the governors and the state legislatures went along with it also. We were sold out before any of us that are listening to the show right now were born. We were already sold out. You were born a slave. You are a slave now, and you will die a slave. I've explained how you have to think outside the box. If you continue in their slave system, you will not ever leave it. You will not get out of the slave system by being nice, going along with their agenda, doing what your corporate masters tell you. You will not do it by making contracts with them. None of this. Slavery is a mindset. But here's the kicker. So is freedom. So all of those ships that are hanging off those shores, not bringing their cargo in. If you hadn't heard, I think it was a few days ago, $100 a day for all of those containers that are taking up space, folks. That's targeting the exporters and the importers, their income. Okay? Again, you have to realize their goal is basically to rebuild this entire society into a brand new dystopian hell. The world that you've known in the past of abundance of goods and services, inexpensive, is over. They are destroying the Federal Reserve notes right along time. They're destroying the euro, the yuan, the yen, all of that, folks. They're destroying it all. And again, if you've been listening to this show for any period of time, you know this. We've talked about how in 1988, on the front of The Economist magazine, it showed the, all the currencies of the world burning all of them burning, a phoenix bird rising out of the ashes. Around its neck, it had a pendant made of gold. The pendant had the year 2018 on it. Decades, decades away from when this cover came out. And underneath it, it had a symbol. And that Greek symbol in Gematria meant 21. You're living in 2021, ladies and gentlemen. It's right on track. This global economic reset is about a central bank digital currency worldwide. It is the perfection of slavery. The perfection of it. <laughs> 
if your social credit score is bad and you're naughty like Marty and I are, exposing the corruption and the criminality, guess what? Our social credit score is already in the negative, and we ain't coming out of it. But Marty and I are not participating in their system either. The way for the people to survive this is to realize what's going on and look at the world for how it really is, not how the programming has told you it is. And then you have to go back and think like you were in 1910 rather in 2021. You see, all this crap wouldn't be anywhere as big of an issue if we were back in the 1930s because the family farm still existed. People still had faith. They still had trust in one another. Corruption wasn't running anywhere near as rampant as it is now. It wasn't there this way. You could still occasionally find somebody in banking that wasn't sold out. And again, we've talked about that as well. When FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, shut down all the banks, his first executive order, and reopened the banks a few years later, he shut down most of the smaller ones, the ones that he knew were not going to go along with his agenda. More importantly than that, it reinforced the monopoly power of the Federal Reserve, a foreign criminal banking cabal with ties to the Rothschilds, ties to the Vatican. Business is big business. We think of millionaires being rich. No, uh uh-uh, folks. Billions don't mean anything to these people. Billions don't mean anything to these people. They're thinking bigger. They're thinking global. They're thinking trillions upon trillions with much higher exponential numbers coming into being in the future. So with the shutdown and the decline of the availability of goods and services, what's that causing? First of all, it's causing people to again start panic buying. And I'm not here to tell you to start panic buying. I'm here to make you aware that things matter. We've talked about the issue of this thing we call toilet paper. We've proved it not once now. We've proved it twice. It was either the 70s or the 80s. One of the talk show hosts put that information out there that there was a shortage of toilet paper. What happened? Everybody and their brother ran out. And what happened two years ago, give or take a few months? The exact same thing. Nothing has changed, folks. Nothing has changed but our perception. My father gave me some advice when I was just a boy. And again, I can't tell you how young I was. I was so young when I heard him say this, but it was critical knowledge that he passed on to me as a boy, and I never forgot it. He says, John, when the stock market crashed in 1929, nothing had changed. Nothing had changed. 
accept people's perceptions. Because let's be honest, we really care if a few millionaires lose a few million dollars. No, we don't. But we do worry about, well, if I can't pay my bills. But the thing is, the family farm was still there. Now, there was no cash or currency rotating around. And again, this is a direct result of the Federal Reserve stealing everything because that was the goal. We forget that the Federal Reserve Act and all of its fraudulence and all even passing it was fraudulent with a small Congress because most of the Congress was gone. In a matter of 20 years from 1913 to 1933, they had profited immeasurably and gained control of a lion's share of the economy. And by shutting it down, they did it again in 1933. I've explained this over and over again, folks. It's simple. It's called vulture capitalism. It's called vulture capitalism, and it's the bankers that are doing it. But you see, the Federal Reserve was supposed to be there with Federal Reserve notes. Oh, the economy's crashing? Well, we just flood the market with Federal Reserve notes. But you see, those Federal Reserve notes, first of all, were supposed to be limited in supply. It was only supposed to be about 20 or 30% because gold notes or gold certificates and silver certificates and silver and gold were there. They were physically still available. People still owned those. That was money in their hands and accessible and at their banks. But there was running on banks. Oh, my goodness, I've got to get my money out. Got to get my money out. And again, why is that? Because banks were failing because everybody was doing a run on the banks because the banks had done what they were supposed to do. They had lent the money out into the community. Back when the banks really did loan money, and they were building businesses, homes, people were buying cars with it. Long story short, there it was. But when all of this money got pulled and FDR stole the people's gold and there was no silver because silver, again, they had stolen the money. You want to shrink the economy and make sure there's no cash available to pay for it. When there's no cash to pay the bills, guess what happens? The banks come in and steal everything for pennies on the dollar. They didn't stop in 1933, 34, and 35, folks. No. They profited even better. They got us in a war in World War II through fraud. Again, FDR baited the Japanese to bomb Pearl Harbor. Knew the Japanese fleet was on the way. Didn't matter. (laughs) He didn't bother to remind them that, hey, the Japanese are a few hundred miles away from you. You may want to send out your armies and navies and get them prepared for an attack. No, why did he not do that? And again, this isn't John's opinion, folks. This is congressional record. This is congressional record. They were doing inquiries. How did the Japanese get a sneak attack in on us? And it tied directly into the White House, ladies and gentlemen and whistleblowers even back then. But they got us into a war, and of course that was highly profitable for the military-industrial complex. War is always profitable for the warmongers, for the politicians, for the bankers, and you've heard me say it again and again, the Rothschilds have made fortunes, fortunes off of pitting country after, after country. One Rothschild on one side of the world finances one side. The other Rothschild on the other side of the world 
finances the other side. They don't care who wins because in both cases, they've now gained absolute control over those countries, whether it's the winning country or the losing country. Folks, all wars are planned out long before the first shot ever gets fired. All before the first shot is even fired, the plans are already made for war. The foundation for World War II was established at the Versailles Treaty of World War I. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to look at history. We don't want to look at facts. We want to pretend that, oh, this is just the way the world is, and it's all about, you know, have to protect ourselves from the communists and fascists and all these others. Divide and conquer people. And when you sit there and you take all the players on all of the sides, you discover they all have one thing in common. Ties to central bankers and ties to the Vatican. You cannot hide these facts, folks. The power of the Internet has changed the world. Ladies and gentlemen, you know more now from listening to this rant from me than most people knew 10 years ago. This is the power of knowledge shared amongst people. Remember, I've been following this conspiracy since I was six. That's a lot of decades to put a lot of facts together. They're shutting down the world. They're stealing everything. And the goal is to eliminate the population down to a very small, manageable amount of people. Obedience. There's a very large group of people that have been obedient to the demands of their masters. They are being eliminated. The crime syndicate has to get rid of a big chunk of their employees. So the military is targeted, the civilian workforce is targeted, whether it's firefighters, policy enforcement officers, whatever. They are getting eliminated because they're too expensive. They've also been eliminating the older generation, as Marty was talking about. They have targeted old folks. She has exposed this for years on this show. Yet never have they done it to the degree that they're doing it now. Never have they done it to the degree that they're doing it now under the guise of a hoax. It's the elimination of the elderly. Why? Because that's where the remainder of a majority of the wealth that's not controlled by the bankers is held. It is. They're getting every last little bit. And as I keep reminding everybody, folks, slaves don't own property. You don't own anything. Where they send you when you buy a private conveyance. What do they send you in the mail? Certificate of. A certificate isn't a title, folks. It's not a title. 
It's evidence that there's a title out there. And you've heard me say it again and again. The title to your private conveyance, the manufacturer's statement of origin, which you never even see because the state snatches that up immediately. You think you own that property that you sit there and sleep on and you're paying that mortgage death pledge payment to every month? You better go look at that deed. What does it call you? It calls you a tenant. That makes you a renter. Well, how the hell did that happen? Oh, I've already explained that. A lodial title, true land ownership, used to be signed off by the president of the United States Corporation, and it was all over the country. And you can still see examples of those contracts now. You can buy one on eBay. You look at a modern contract, anything after the, today is a day of national consecration. You will not find allodial titles anywhere after the criminal banker, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, stole everything to stand as surety for the corporation's debts and enslaved all the people of America. You won't. It calls you a tenant for a reason. You're a renter and you're a slave with no rights. So stop going, I want my constitutional rights or I want my civil rights. You're not party to either one of those folks. The only rights you got are the ones you choose to say to yourself, these are my rights and I will not tolerate them being taken. Each one of you will make your own decision of where your line in the sand is. Some people are being told, listen, you've got to take this injection or you won't be employed. We know this. Some people are making the mistake of saying, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to do this because my employer mandated it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if that's the case, you're choosing fiat currency, Federal Reserve notes, negotiable debt instruments, a liability to the United States Code, which you can verify by going to 12 United States Code 411. Debt instruments. You're exchanging your life and a very early death. And by the way, the corporation thanks you for your sacrifice. I'm telling you in advance. For their worthless currency. For those of you that haven't been but are leaning that way, find another stinking job. Your life matters, folks. That's what they're targeting. Your life matters. Oil supplies, they've destroyed that too. Of course, we don't want to talk about all this great technology that's out there where oil is basically ancient technology. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have motors running on oil. I am saying they should not be $4, $5 gasoline prices, $3 gasoline prices. No, there shouldn't be any of that crap. Gas would be almost as cheap as water. And by the way, water in a bottle isn't cheap either anymore, folks. Because, again, if you don't know this, the corporations and these politicians are buying up water supplies also. They're cutting 
down trees in California because the trees are, quote, unquote, taking too much of our water. What kind of ridiculous BS is that? It's not like the concept of, hey, you know what? Those trees are helping to preserve the life that's in that soil. It's help, they're helping to preserve the water that's in that soil. They're helping to keep that mountain from sliding in on you as you're traveling down the road in a landslide, mudslide. Of course, what do we care, right? We don't care that there's massive fires now that are beyond ridiculous and make no sense. Where these fires destroy millions of acres. Very conveniently that these same millions of acres are coincide very nicely with where they want to put railways and other things of future infrastructure projects. But again, that's just conspiracy theory, right? doesn't matter that it's so interesting that the grass doesn't seem to be burned at all. The trees seem to be just fine. But every house on the block has been torched. The car looks melted. But the grass just keeps on growing and the trees just are as green as ever. We don't want to talk about the fact that the crime syndicate has the ability to use lasers from heaven. We don't want to talk about the fact that these people that went around collecting census information a few years ago went door to door and at the front door of every home logged it in in their little computer in a GPS, global positioning system. More conspiracy theory, I know. So what can we do about it? If you're not paying attention, they're targeting young people. That's the next round. They've been targeting young people now for 20 years. It should be very obvious. DCS has been a big problem. Destruction of family has been a big problem, of course. Well, now they just want to arbitrarily murder these young people. They want to get them all injected with this poison also that's causing heart attacks across the globe, causing massive amounts of damage across the globe. Why did they kill off, oh, I'm sorry, all these mysterious people that died under mysterious circumstances that were professionals that knew how to deal with vaccine-damaged individuals? Why are all the good ones pushing up daisies? Those that were actually helping people that had been damaged by these injections long before this latest version, which is, as you've heard Marty and me both say, it is not a vaccine. It is genetic modification, and the future intention is to use those things to control your every move. It's a multi-pronged attack. It's about making sure that you are dependent on them. Why? Because, one, you took that injection, it destroyed your immune system. Now, that sounds like some brilliant strategy. Hey, I'm going to just... Killed my defenses. Well, now you're dependent upon them. Assuming you don't get damaged in some way with any one of the multitude of ailments that we don't want to talk about that are being reported on VAERS. And remember, the people that are reporting things on VAERS, 
they're just a tiny percentage. A tiny, I don't think it goes to even 1% of all the people that have been damaged. You won't be hearing this on Facebook or YouTube or anything like that. Why? Because they don't want you to know about it. When somebody starts up a new group talking about the vaccine injured, oh, well, got to make sure that one doesn't go anywhere. Delete. Getting deleted. Doctors being silenced. Nurses is being silenced. There is no science here, folks. It's simply payoffs. And again, this should be obvious for anybody that's paying any attention at all to the corruption in the medical establishment. But the young people are being targeted. Other things we've heard from Bill Gates' own mouth, injections to control population growth. And he estimates... 15% is a real option. How many of these boys and girls that have been injected will never have little ones because of it? Hmm? They may survive the injection because they have such strong immune systems because they're still young. But that doesn't mean that they'll ever have babies. And again, folks, we talked about the fact that you don't want your young people to have any of these uh, computers, laptop computers on their lap either, especially if that's a girl. Men can produce sperm their entire life. And yeah, the radiation coming off of those computers can damage that, which may impact the baby. Well, let me rephrase that, will impact the baby. But you see, girls are born with the only eggs they're ever going to have And when they don't have the ability to reproduce because their eggs have been destroyed, guess what? The psychopaths won. Young people are our prodigy. Our job as fathers, mothers, grandparents to protect them. Our progeny needs us to stand for them now. Now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. Now. I've been in this fight so hard for the last several years, it's engulfed my entire life and my whole world. Because I saw the dangers and I saw the damage and I was not going to sit idly by while Nazi Germany 2.0 was built around me. Have you not figured out that the world that we're living in is far worse than it was at the height of World War II in Germany? And what happened? How did we get to this point? How did they elect a leader like Adolf Hitler? Well, folks, (laughs) look around you. You have your answer. And remember, folks, I I can't stress this enough. Nazi headquarters was not Berlin, Germany. It was New York, New York. The Bush crime family. 
got to start in banking, not in oil. But again, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about some New York bankers, again, with ties to the Rothschilds and the Vatican, sending their thugs over to Russia during World War I to have their Russian revolution, quote-unquote, and bring in their communist state. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so crystal clear to anybody who is willing to open even one eye and even open one ear to what's truly going on. You want to know what your future looks like? Go to China. Look up some of the things that are happening in China. You can still get a little bit of news, although the censorship is ridiculous. Not that the censorship isn't ridiculous here in America, too. But trust me, it's nothing like that. Well, those are the Chinese. Oh, you want to get more up close and personal, something more European in nature? Fine, we can do that. Look at Australia. I have friends in Australia, several of them as a matter of fact. And I get all kinds of news from them. Have you not figured out that Australia is exactly what they're going to bring to America? Now, what are they doing to Australians right now? What are they doing, folks? One hour of freedom a day to walk out and enjoy the sunlight. Don't wear your mask. See what happens. Don't social distance. See what happens. Don't go along with their agenda. They steal your bank account. They take your home from you. They throw you in a stinking cage. Do you think that we're immune from that just because we got a few people out here that have the ability to defend themselves? Come on now. The propaganda is unlike anything I have seen in my lifetime. And believe me, I've seen propaganda from all kinds of angles all across this globe. When I was walking the demilitarized zone in Korea, remember, the Korean War was 1950 to 1953. I have a secret for you folks. No peace treaty was ever signed. There has been a ceasefire that has been in effect for decades. But no peace treaty was ever signed. And as I was walking that demilitarized zone, armed to the teeth, ready to kill anybody that came into my zone of fire, there were pamphlets that you could pick up. The North Vietnamese did it, or the North Koreans did it, and the South Koreans did it. Propaganda. But that was in paper form. You see, it's so much better now. You have the state media owned and controlled, and that's been owned and controlled, admittedly, by the crime syndicate since at least the 70s. And a congressional hearing when they were asking about CIA agents, people being paid by the CIA who were well-known in the news. And then you have the Bush administration admitting outright that, yeah, we paid a lot of money to have the right stories put in. You think that changed under the Clintons? Think that changed under the Obamas? 
You think it's going to change under the Bidens? Have you noticed the propaganda coming out of there? Of course not. Absolute and total war, folks. Absolute and total slavery. You want to survive this? Do you want to survive this? That's a real question. And the sad truth is there's a lot of people that say no. You know how I know there's a lot of people that say no? They're self-terminating. I don't want to be here anymore. Boom. Or they're trying to escape through drugs, through alcohol. Any distraction they can find. Sports. Gambling. Whatever. Any distraction. Folks, that's an ancient, ancient, ancient agenda. Keep them entertained while we do all this crap to them. No. Most people don't want to survive this. Most people don't. They want to pretend that the world that they're living in, well, I can't do anything about it anyway, so I guess I'm just going to go along with it. These are the educated people that know what's going on, not the schmucks that haven't figured anything out yet because they don't do any research of their own. And remember, folks, don't listen to the guy ranting at you right now. Consider to be a madman is what I'd prefer you do. Go do your own research. And then see if you don't come up with the same data that I do. See if you don't come up to the same conclusions based on facts and evidence. Don't just believe me because I'm the one sitting here saying it. Do your own due diligent research. After all, it's only your life that's in play here. I mean, how valuable can that be, right? It sure can't be very valuable for most people because they squander it daily. Hourly, by the minute, by the second. I will not go to the grave saying to myself, I didn't do enough to expose this criminality. And I'm not asking all of you to be giant warriors like this. I'm not asking you to do that. But what I am telling you, that you better have some influences around you. You better start being a lot more proactive with your friends and your families because I'm telling you, people are waking up in a big way. Do you know how I know this? How does John know this? Because I've never seen the propaganda and the BS from the other side as hardcore as it is now. I've never seen them try so hard to silence those of us that are the key players. Okay? And they're doing a lot of it. Shutting down channels. Terminating Facebook accounts. Murdering. Throwing people in cages. Got to get 10 people silent. They know too much. They're talking too much. The censorship is necessary, but what they fail to fully comprehend is the more we're censored, the more it pisses us off. And the more it pisses us off, 
the more adamant we are about getting out the word to anybody that will listen. Kicked off one platform, kicked out of one form. Fine, there's another one. There's a million of them. There's a billion of them. And again, folks, let me say this. Please, get a piece of paper and a pencil for me for one minute, please. Do that for me while I talk. Pencil and paper or pen. You better appreciate Marty Oakley. You better appreciate her. Because I do not know anybody else who has been more on fire of exposing what they're doing to the elderly than she has been. And she's been doing it for year after year after year after year. And while this woman is even sick now, she still said, John, we need to do a show tonight. You're going to have to take charge because I'm not well enough to do it tonight. I don't, I'm hurting. This is the commitment that it takes, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I do hope that you did what I asked and got that pen and paper because I want you to write this down, please. PPJ1 at hush.com. PPJ1 at hush.com. That email will do two things. One, you can send Marty well wishes. Tell her that you're thinking about her and that you love her. Thank her for her fight because she's not fighting just for her. She's fighting for all of us. And the other thing that PPJ1 at hush.com will do you go on over to PayPal and you type that in and send her a few dollars, I know she'd appreciate it. The crime syndicate pays their people millions and billions to lie to us. This woman takes some of her very limited income and does shows to challenge the narrative of known liars criminals, and mass murderers. Come on. What's $5? Cup of coffee? Hell, you can't even buy a cheeseburger anymore for $5. Send her some love, people. Send her some love. We've got to go back to the basics. Artificial intelligence is the new thing. They're bringing it in everywhere. Computers are running on it. Some of the news that you're watching and you're reading has been written or is being spoken by it. And you'll never know. You'll think that you're talking to somebody real, but you're actually interacting with a computer. But you see, their system has one flaw one it is fake in every sense of the word whatever that part of their world is is fake in some way 
fake, fraudulent, not real. Crash their system. Be real. We can and we will survive this. Yeah, they're doing very bad things to us. They poison our water with fluoride. They poison our air with chemicals. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, even small metal particles. And that's, again, not a coincidence. Why? Because they want those metal particles inside of you. Because I'm telling you, folks, the system that they're building requires manipulating your minds, your emotions. And they can do both with the technology that they are not telling you that they have. You think those 5G systems are about faster internet speeds, quicker download and upload times for gaming and movies and stuff. Folks, it has nothing to do with those. It has everything to do with controlling you. It is a weapons platform. And they're going up everywhere. Knowledge, skills, and abilities that you better learn to have. Can you identify something to eat that didn't come off of a grocery store shelf? Hmm? Can you walk out in the middle of the woods and say, oh, that's edible, that's edible, that's edible? You better think about that. Because I'm here to tell you, the crime syndicate's definition of edible for you, and I'm not joking here, includes bugs, and by the way, I'm not opposed to eating bugs. I just don't want it to be the staple of my food supply. Factory-grown meats, yuck. And you'll love this. Do the research. Do the research. Feces. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, shit is going to be on your dinner plate. I'm not making this stuff up. Look it up. Time to wake up, people. Does all that stuff sound super appetizing and incredibly healthy to eat? No, it's worse than the friggin' food, quote-unquote, that they're feeding us now, GMO crops. Genetically modified organisms. You better realize, all those people that have been injected, they have now been genetically modified. They have now been genetically modified. They aren't people in the sense that they used to be. And there's an interesting thing some of us have noticed. Minute changes with these people that wasn't there before. Now, if you didn't know them up close and personal, it didn't matter. You don't notice those slight differences. But if you've known them for years, you know their personality, did what they did, and you then sit back and pay attention, you'll see just a little difference. They're a little less open to conversations about conspiracies. A little less open about conversations about what is happening in their bodies 
You can sit there and try to explain to them, they're destroying your immune system. You need to do things to help your body rebuild its immune system, the natural immune system, not the crap that they told you would help your immune system. You folks, if you don't know how cancer, quote-unquote, cures came about from Big Pharma's perspective, you haven't done any research into the history of that. The original use of chemotherapy and radiation. It's a fascinating story. Again, more psychopathy. They proved it didn't work back in the late 1800s. But, you know, what's that to stop us from pretending it works today, right? And yet men and women that have done natural homeopathic things have cured every form of cancer that has been out there, including the ones that they say are deadly. Go home and fill out your will, say goodbye to your family, and make your funeral arrangements. Oh, no, I have to trust my doctor. And again, I've explained how the fact that in the 1980s, I saw a study that was done. They asked these cancer doctors, would you do for yourself what you were telling your patients to do? 95% of them said no. And I think the other 5% were lying just so they wouldn't look like scumbags. What do these doctors know that you don't? Why are they hiding the real cures? Because it's not profitable. How do you enslave people? Two, three ways. Three ways. You control them through their food. You control through money. And you control through health. Notice how all those three things seem to be tied in directly to the bankers and tied in directly to the attack that's taking place on you right now. Your society is being destroyed. This is scorched earth, folks. This isn't the depression of 1933. This isn't the recession slash depression of 2008. Ladies and gentlemen, this is scorched earth where absolutely nothing is going to survive that the common man recognizes. It's going to be rebuilt with corporations ruling over you with an iron fist to be exploited and pillaged. And they will manipulate you. They will control you. They will fine-tune everything down to the smallest detail in your life. It's one thing to manipulate the society as a whole, you know, you throw stuff out there and see what sticks to what group of people. It's another thing to say, oh, let's go over here to Judy. Let's tweak her a little bit. Yeah, she's been talking a little bit conspiratorial here, so let's tweak her a little. Yeah, there we go. She'll be more suitable and passive now. 
And again, folks, if you don't know why the fluoride in the water, where was the first use of that? Oh, that would be the Nazi Germany prison camps. Seems that fluoride in the water in the prison camps made the people passive and fries the brains. What do you say when you say fries the brains? What are you talking about? Fluoride in the water goes to your brain, folks. Clouds your thinking. You're more apt to go along, to get along. As I keep reminding all of you, this is full-pledged war. All stops are out. They're not hiding a thing. They're going for the final goal, folks. So to survive this, we must keep our immune system from getting compromised. If you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, and your immune system has been compromised because you took an injection, yeah, you're compromised. But I'm here to tell you, just because that's the case doesn't mean it's a death sentence. How do I know this? Because they murdered an awful lot of homeopaths that were healing people. Now, we can't get all that crap out of you that they put in there. It's changing your DNA. No, your DNA is already attacking your body. But I'm here to tell you, at the same time, you can sure as hell slow it down by eating healthier, figuring out what's going on, and deciding that you're not going to get any future booster this, that, or the other. It's like saying, okay, I've took a bullet in the leg. I'm going to make myself better by putting a bullet in my other leg. Is that logical? Of course not. And for crying out loud, folks, if you've figured out enough, the least you can do is defend your family, those young people that haven't been injected yet. I would like to think that you'd be willing to at least protect them from these psychopaths. You have doctors and nurses that have been fired now, and they've decided that they want to start turning into whistleblowers. Now, I appreciate the whistleblowing. I do. What pisses me off is the fact that they weren't doing this six months ago or a year ago when the job wasn't being threatened. Now, that's not true for all of them, as you've already heard me say. There were a whole bunch of doctors and a whole bunch of nurses right out the starting gate when this crap first came out that said, you know what? We started seeing the problem immediately, and we started speaking against it immediately. This thing that they said was going to be a big help is a threat. And they were doing it, but again, like I said earlier in the show, they were silent. So what kind of knowledge do you have? Have you figured out what it takes to grow a garden? Have you figured out what it's going to require to raise a few chickens? Have some eggs. Maybe be able to fix a a small engine. Build a home. Start small. Just build a small storage unit somewhere. After all, knowledge, skills, and abilities, they're always in demand if you have work ethic. If you have the ability to do something constructive, You have the ability to survive and make a living, folks. You don't need big corporations to give you paychecks. 
You don't. Now, you may not be living in the biggest house in the town, or you may not be living the best life that you'd like to. Maybe you're traveling around and it'll cost you 50 bucks that you put a few hundred dollars of work into to get it to run so it wouldn't completely fall apart as you were traveling down the road. Maybe that's what you had to do. But do you need that expensive car? Do you? Do you need that big house? Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I like those things, too. But the problem is when those things start owning you versus you owning them. Remember, it's all fake, and you've already heard me tell you once. Slaves don't own anything. Look at that quote-unquote title. Look at that quote-unquote deed. We have to go back to basics, folks. The basics of being able to live on our own without being dependent upon others. What does that mean? It means just that. Now, that's not saying that you need to sit there and go to your little uh, real estate and sit on down and just not interact with people. Lock and load and wait for them to come so you can shoot somebody. No, that's not what this is about at all. On the contrary, it's about realizing that it's now time to start interacting with those same people that you're going to have to depend on each other in the future. You don't want to have to go into this without having that foundation already established. Because when this thing really finally does collapse, and they are collapsing it, I mean, it should be obvious by now. Listen, you can't keep producing trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars in Federal Reserve note fiat currency without destroying the value of everybody else's. And remember, the crime syndicate uses it to buy up real assets. Meanwhile, it's costing the guy or girl on the street a lot more just to survive. You think that they don't know exactly what they're doing? Oh, yeah, we're saving the economy, and we're sending everybody a $150 check every month. Uh-huh. I don't care if it was 20000 every month. They're stealing trillions from you. And again, it's about using their monopoly money, and that's what it is, to steal your life force. So stop playing the silly little games. Stop being dependent upon their system. And for crying out loud, stop using their fraudulent stuff. See, in the 1940s, there were still plenty of farms. Things started to get tight in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Had the recession of the 70s, which cost a lot of people their homes and their farms. 80s, there was a big problem with losing farms in the 80s. Interest rates and driven up to 18%. And again, well, it was to control inflation. Yeah, well, inflation wasn't caused by runaway prices of goods and services. It was caused by a flooding of the market with fiat currency and the fact that Nixon took us off the gold standard. But again, that's just more conspiracy theory. If your society is being systematically destroyed... What do you do? 
you take a step back, realize the truth in that statement, and decide to rebuild a different society that is not dependent upon their construction of their new dystopian world, new world order society. What's the basic of living, folks? You're alive. You can eat. That's a basic need. You need to breathe. That's something very basic. You need to drink. That's something very basic. You need to have some clothes. You need to have a roof over your head. That's basic. Maybe it's time to focus on the basics again. So that when everything else falls around you and all these people are running around like a chicken with their head cut off because they don't know what to do anymore. They don't. You're not panicked like they are. You want to know who one of the groups that's going to survive this new world order agenda? You're going to be very surprised when I tell you this. It's the homeless man or woman on the street that's been there for 10 years. They'll survive this just fine. Now, their standard of living sucks for obvious reasons. But why? Because they've been doing it already. Have you not figured out that they're trying to move us toward a minimalist attitude? What is the other thing they're doing? They're getting people to lose their jobs so they lose their homes so the corporations can come in and buy these properties again for pennies on the dollar from the bankers who stole it from these people. And what in turn does that mean? Well, now you just became an even bigger renter. So you're a renter either way. Don't get me wrong, as I've been saying for this entire show. But the difference is whether your rent payment is $800 a month because you're making a quote-unquote desk pledge mortgage payment or 1500 a month because a corporation is exploiting you. Which one is easier to make? The obvious answer is, well, at least with the mortgage, the payments are less. And sometimes that's how you got to think, folks. But you see, the other part of that is this. All that sprawl all over the country, well, guess what? Well, now they want you inside of their little city-states. They don't want you out in the county where there's a house every quarter of a mile. No, they want you inside a one-square-mile area with thousands of people because you're easier to control. That's the other half of this dirty little secret. You're under the eye of their system. Everything that you do online, there are no more secrets. When you travel around in your transportation, there are no more secrets. When you're walking in and out of stores, there are no more secrets. What you buy, who you see, what you talk about, there are no more secrets. Big Brother knows everything about you. Big Brother knows you better than you. They've war-gamed out your life already. I promise you that. They know you better than you know yourself. Why? Because they got 
countless people that have done psychological evaluations on people through their entire lives. And they've got decades of research backing them and computer programs to follow that along. But what they don't have, what they cannot account for, what scares the living daylights out of these people is getting called out. People waking up, not going along with this, and waking up the rest of the masses. You've heard me say it again and again. You want all this bullshit to stop? Not hard. Stop consenting. But it's so hard, John. Oh, trust me. I know. It is hard. But if you do it, other people will see it and say, hey, you know what? John over there is doing it. Maybe I can do this too. I know we're running out of time. You've seen the supply chain disruption. You've seen the fact that there's no science behind their science. You've seen that their fiat currency means nothing. And I want to give you just real quick some characteristics of money. What is real money? It is durable. It is portable. It is divisible. It is uniform. It is a limited supply. People will accept it. It is easy to exchange it for goods and services. It maintains its value. Everybody can recognize it. And even the black market will support it. And most importantly, it cannot be monopolized or manipulated. There are very few things that meet those criteria, folks. Very few. You've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again. Gold and silver meet those criteria. Gold is the banker's money. Silver is the people's money. Debt is the slave's money. What's in your wallet? You say, well, yeah, John, but I, I know. I listened to your show. You said that uh, they're manipulating gold and silver price. Yes, I did. Through paper contracts. Through paper. Don't compare paper to metal. They are not the same thing. That is an apples to oranges comparison. There are eight ounces of silver for every one ounce of gold in the ground as we speak. Yet gold is trading around $1,800 and silver is less than 25 Now either gold is way overpriced and it's not. Or silver is way underpriced, which it is. The current gold to silver ratio is 1 to 74. 74 to 1, ladies and gentlemen. You just heard me tell you in the physical ground, 8 to 1. Paper fiat currency price, it's 74 to 1. Which has more value in the world that you're living in, ladies and gentlemen? 
which gold, the banker's money, which the central banks have been buying, we can put our fingers on almost every ounce of gold that has been ever dug up on this earth because it's still out there in the form of bars, coins, jewelry, whatever. But silver doesn't meet that criteria, folks. Silver's been used up. Electronics, jewelry, silverware, and that stuff is being recycled every single day. More and more of it gets sent to the refineries to be melted. And when they manipulated the paper price, and you heard me talk about it here, I told you the paper price was not reflecting the real market price. The real market price of silver right now isn't anywhere near that magical 25. Mm -mm. It's $30 plus taxes at the floor. You look at what the U.S. Mint is charging for newly made silver and gold, guess what? It's far higher. You realize the new technology that they've got planned for us in the future requires incredible amounts of silver? Do you think it's a coincidence that J.P. Morgan Chase has been controlling the silver market at the COMEX, which I like to refer to as the CRIMEX? And over in the city of London, do you think it's a coincidence that the criminal bank J.P. Morgan, John Pierpoint, and again, remember your history, folks. Everybody thought he was so rich. They were really excited to see what his will said. And they discovered John Pierpoint Morgan wasn't anywhere near as rich as they thought he was. Because he was part of the Rothschild banking crime family. The Rothschilds were the money behind them. Do you think they gave up that power when J.P. Morgan Chase lent money to the United States, Inc. at the turn of the last century? Huh? No, they got their foot in the door and they handed the keys to this country to the Vatican bankers around 1910. Time to wake up, folks. You want to survive this? See what's going on around you and prepare for the bad times. But here's the thing. Don't, under any circumstances, give up hope. Because I'm telling you, I have never been more optimistic. Yes, I just said it. I have never been more optimistic for our future than I am right now. And believe me, you're talking to a pessimist. Because I've seen this conspiracy for 47 years. Started at age six. The conspiracy isn't going to go away because we want it to. But it can damn sure go away if we stop putting up with it. Ladies and gentlemen, it truly is your choice of the world you want to live in in the future. Do you want fresh vegetables out of your own garden? 
fresh meat out of your flock? Or you want to put your faith and trust in Bill Gates who's been buying up farmland and creating patents, death shots, and creating patents for fake meats grown in a lab? You, ladies and gentlemen, are going to determine your future. There's nothing Marty can do, nothing I can do. It has to be your choice. Marty, back to you, dear. Yeah, it's... I keep trying to tell people it's entirely up to you, but it seems like many times they're just determined to go along with it. <coughs> Excuse me. I thank everybody for tuning in this evening. I'm sorry about my voice and presentation here. Hopefully I'll be better next week. Um, I want to thank you all for being here. We had a good crowd. John, of course, always gives us a ton of information. It's always documented and resourced, easily verifiable. And be sure and do that. And uh, But anyway, this is what we've got left. We We need to get up and stop sitting there. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest problems is complacency. But we'll see before it's over. Anyway, again, thank you, all of you. We'll be back this next week. Um, Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. PPJ1 at com.